Good evening, everyone. This is Jim with uh, Marketing Beef, according to Jim. And I'm going to get right into it tonight. We've had a great first four podcasts, and I've had a lot of feedback from those podcasts, and I want to address some things. And I'm not about fluff and not about allowed beating around the bush at all. I'm going to get right into this, and we're going to talk about some fun things like branding and marketing and a little bit of prospecting. And this is such a cool, cool t- topics to talk about. And there's so many new things out there that maybe you never thought of and some things that work for me and some things that work for other people. But when you first got into the business of what you're doing in your farm products, either beef or you're in pork or you're in chickens or you're in turkey or whatever you're in, uh, you had to think about it before you got in, right? You had to like think, all right, I want to do this. I want to raise beef. I want to raise pork. Why? I mean, you thought about it. Why? You're, are you filling a niche? Are you, is there something missing that you're, you're not getting? So you decide to do it yourself. I mean, you're not going to jump right in if there's 50 other people doing the same thing and you want to, do the exact same thing these other 50 farmers are doing or 50 other people are doing. There's something that you've seen or something that you're, you're sensing that is missing. So you're starting in your own, your own company, your own farm, your own product. So what, what was that? What, what got you doing it? That's how I look at is, And when I look, think of branding, it's like, how do I want to brand my product? What, what do I want people to think of my product? What do I project? What do I stand for? What is it that my product does? Um, what need does it fill? What, what, what do I want people when they, when they hear my podcast or they, they see my, uh, product or my beef, what is it that goes through their head? I don't want to be the same beef, the same producer as everybody else. I branded mine as the healthiest beef in the world, the tastiest beef in the world. And that's how I wanted everything, everybody to, to see my product, every advertising, every time I opened my mouth, I told people I raised the healthiest uh, tastiest beef in the world and probably the, the, the healthiest, tastiest food in the world. And that opened up conversations uh, that opened up people's eyes. It was a broad statement. It was bold. It was said with complete conviction. I knew it. I know what my product was. I had no problem saying it to anybody and I could back it up and, and I would could fight you on it. I could tell you all day long why my product was the healthiest, tastiest beef in the world. So that was my brand. My brand was, was that. So what do you what do you do with that brand? Um, so you got a brand, you're you got that out there. This is what I want it to be. We talked about the last podcast about neighborhood selling, and neighborhood selling is really effective. And that's just one way of selling. It's a little more broad, um, about as broad as I want to go in selling, um, because you're really not going after a particular niche. You're going after pretty much just a particular neighborhood, which is awesome. It works well, but not everybody in that neighborhood is going to fit your brand or, or agree with your brand. Uh, if mine was the healthiest, tastiest beef in the world, some people just don't care and don't, don't need it. They're looking for price only. Um, or they're, they're looking for something totally different. So what I had to do is like figure out, okay, why waste all this time just talking to people that didn't have any care for my product? Who are the people that buy my product? What needs do I fill? Well, I started thinking about it was, and, and it's like, well, first of all, the, the one that just came to my head right off the bat was, was health clubs. And, you know, I went after health club owners to see if I could post flyers and, and business cards inside the health clubs. I, I went after people in the gym. You know, those people there because of their health, right? Bodybuilders. They eat protein. Protein is beef. Beef is protein. Mine didn't have any chemicals in it. Mine didn't have any substitutes. Mine was 100% grass. Didn't have anything in it. I mean, what a perfect opportunity to talk to people that needed my product. Uh, so I spent a lot of time talking to them. 
uh, athletes. It doesn't matter how old the athlete is and what, what athletic event they're in or what sport they're in. They need beef. They need protein to build muscle. And they don't want chemicals. They don't want um, all that extra stuff. So that was another, another uh, area that I would hit on. So I would develop my marketing and talking to people as much as I could um, about my beef. And first of all, let's go back a little bit. And, and the thing is what's going what's to hold a lot of people back and you got to be honest with yourself. And that's a four-letter word. And I'm going to give it to you right now. And you might want to close your ears. But this four-letter word starts with an F. And it will kill you. It will make you lose your ranch. It will make you lose your life. It will, it will prevent you from your future. And that word is fear. People are fearful of talking to people. And you got to quit that thought. People are people. There's no difference between people. If you got a product you want somebody to buy, Go talk to them. Forget what you think in your head they're going to think about you and get over it. These people need your product. You have the best product. Go talk to the people that buy your product. Don't beat around the bush. Don't, don't him-haw. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel apologetic. Go talk to them. Anybody can talk to me. I love when people talk to me. I don't get mad at you for coming to talk to me. I may say no. I may say yes. I'll appreciate you, you bringing it up to me. But I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to slap you, hug you, or hit you. You know, people are like, what's the worst that can happen if you go talk to somebody about your product? They may say no. Fine. They may say yes. They may think about it. You may say, they may say no right now, but the more you keep with them and the more you explain your product over the, over the months or whatever, they may say yes. The more they get to know you and realize you're, you're completely honest and completely got conviction in your product, they may say yes. You may invite them out to a farm tour. They may go, oh my God, this guy's really for real. I love his products. Yes, I'm going to buy from this guy. Not everybody's going to buy the first time, but don't be scared to go talk to him. If you got to go talk to a doctor, go talk to a doctor. They're not any different than we are. Matter of fact, they're, they're good at doctoring, okay? They still eat. They, matter of fact, your doctors will, will recommend you to their customers. There's a lot of customers, uh, their patients out there, a lot of their patients are allergic to corn. Huge market. They like to know who, ra who raises pork, who raises beef, chicken, or whatever that doesn't use corn. Because these people love beef, they love pork, they love chicken, they love turkey, but they can't have corn. They're allergic to it. So what are they going to do? They need people like you. They need us. They have to have food. They don't know where to turn to. There's a, your doctors will recommend people to you. They'll recommend patients. That's a guaranteed sale. All you got to do is go talk to them, talk to the doctor and say, this is what I do for a living. This is what I raise. Here, try some, give them a sample and stick with them. Invite them to the farm. Say, look, come out and see my operation. Bring your patients out. Recommend your patients to come out. It is an absolute goldmine. You've got people that need, want your product. They don't know where to buy it. And you're there. You're right there. It is a, it is a sale that will go on and on. They will never buy anywhere else because they know how you raise it. And they have to have it. They can't have it any other way. So you got doctors, health clubs, athletes, um, in the physical fitness, allergies. Go find people with allergies, not just to corn, but anything else. There's people that are allergic to chemicals. There's people um, that are allergic to a lot of things. Check your doctor. People with health issues, with heart disease, um, cancer. There's so many of them out there. Everybody knows somebody that's got heart disease or has got cancer. I mean, everybody does. It's, it's not a secret. Everybody does. These are people that need your product. That alone will eat up all your, all your 
inventory. And that's guaranteed results. That's guaranteed renewals. If you stick with these people and you're continually contacting them and you're, and you're inviting them out for farm tours, you're, you're letting them know about your product, you're making it easy for them to buy, you're going to have it, you're going to have it whipped. It's easy. Just got to get involved and get to these people and talk to them. You don't have to feel embarrassed. If somebody's got cancer, don't be afraid to go talk to them. They're still people. They like people talking to them. They're, hey, I got something that's going to help you in your health, okay? This is what I do for a living. I raise beef. I don't have any hormones, chemicals, any steroids. I have nothing in it. It's 100% grass, and I don't put anything on my grass. I don't put anything on my soil. It is 100% natural. If that's what you do for a living and that you have the best product in the world and the healthiest product in the world, can you not see how this is a, is a great thing? If you don't raise grass-fed beef, fine. Go find the people that buy your product. Who likes your products? If you raise turkey for a living, who buys your products? Go after them. Sheep. If you, got, you sell wool for a living, go to a woolen mill and talk to the buyer. Don't be afraid. Walk in there and say, Mr. Buyer or Mrs. Buyer, I got the best wool in the world. Why don't you come out and look at it? Now, here's a sample. Have somebody make you a, a sweater and give it to them. Say, this is what my, what my wool feels like. What I'm trying to say is don't shy away from the people that buy your product. Don't expect them to find you. You're going to be waiting a long time. Your farm, your future, your life depends upon it. You have to go out. You know what? It's actually a lot of fun. Once you get past that initial stage where you get a little bit of fear and you start talking to them, you're going to realize they're just people. They go home. They have supper with their kids. They have supper with their husbands, supper with their wives. They have laundry to do. They watch a little bit of TV. They watch Netflix. They look at the clocks. Oh, honey, we got to go to bed. They get up. They shower. They go eat breakfast. They get the kids ready for, for school. They do the exact same things we do. They're looking for people to make their lives better. They're looking for people to make their jobs better and make it easier. They want quality. They're not insulted by you coming and talking to them. They want you to. It's only you. The only thing that separates your product and you being successful is you. You already made the best product in the world. The only thing holding you back from getting what you want is you. Like when I used to sell cars for a living way back when, people come in to buy cars. My boss used to say, the only thing that screwed up is you. They're already in here. They came in to buy something. The only thing that can mess this whole process up is you. And I thought about that. He said, like, you know, you're right. I can be a real lame duck. I can be a jerk. I can be, have the wrong attitude. I can lie. I mean, all that stuff to make them not want to buy. Or I can be genuine. I can be honest. I can be enthusiastic. I can be knowledgeable. I could ask the right questions. I can get them in the right vehicle. And they're going to buy. It's up to me. They're already there. It's up to you. Think about that. The only reason you're not successful is you. Nobody else. Nobody's preventing you. You just said no one's ever come up to you and said, you're not going to be successful. Nope. Not going to allow it. Ain't going to happen. Yes, you have the best product. So what? I'm not going to allow you to be successful. So you just stay in your armchair and you look out the window and go, gosh, I wish I could do this. Or you can get on your computer and you can start typing and you go, oh my gosh, I hope somebody sees this and wants to buy from me. Gosh, that'd be great. Oh, honey, look, somebody responded. You know, they want to buy one pound of hamburger. Ooh, I'll go deliver it 35 miles away. Okay. It doesn't happen. It's you. You got to go out, talk to the people, find out who buys your products, who buys your products. Who do you want to buy your product? Go talk to them. You're not offering anything bad. You're offering them something they can use. So write, what the first thing you can do is write down, just write down so you get it out of your head and you're not boggling your mind up. Write down on a piece of paper who buys your products. And then you got, once you got it on paper and out of your head, you can start dissecting a little bit. Okay, who do I, who's probably the most probable? Then you're going to start making contact with them. Okay, you can write them a letter at first. I'm going to contact you or you can just call them. You can see them at lunch. You can, you can, there's a walking down the street. You can go into their office, make an appointment. Again, nothing is going to happen if you do any of those as far as anything bad. Okay. So 
Don't be afraid. Take the initiative. Lose that four-letter word. A four-letter word will absolutely prevent you from getting your dreams, and that's fear. Forget it. Get rid of it. Um, I can't emphasize this enough. And, and, and it's if you got that conviction and you got the best product in the world, the rest of it's going to come easy. Um, you've got now. Once you get your customers, once you get your doctor, once you get your some people at the health club, it's going to be it's going to be critical that you never you do everything you can possibly do to never lose a customer. And I'm going to tell you why. After a while, it may not be this podcast, but the next podcast, you cannot lose a customer. I know there's high prices right now and a lot of inputs, but you've got to do what you can to not lose a customer over it. I got people calling me the other day saying, what happens if, you know, do I raise my prices because of all the extra inputs? I'm like, no, you can raise your prices on new customers because they don't know any different. If you're going to raise prices on your current customers, you either got to send a letter out and and make just a small adjustment or don't raise them at all. You cannot lose your customers. It's like, it's like when you're grass feeding um, cows. You can't lose your grass. If you lose your grass, you're nothing. You got nothing. You got to keep your grass healthy. You got to keep it there at all times. If you got to cull some cows to keep your grass healthy, you can't lose your soil because if the grass goes, the soil goes. Your soil goes, you're done. That's it. If you don't have soil, you don't have grass, you don't have animals. You've got to start from the top, work down, get rid of, your, get rid of some animals, keep the grass healthy, keep the soil healthy. Keep your customers, retain your customers. I don't care if they bought one pound of hamburger or they bought a thousand pounds. If they bought a whole steer or they bought 10 steers or they bought nothing. Keep your customers because every one of these customers, which I'm going to show you, is going to, is, is going to turn your profits another 500%. I'll show you how every customer is going to generate you more money. That's going to help offset the higher prices and the higher inputs. And it's temporary. I'm telling you, the higher inputs right now are temporary, but your customers are for life. You lose a customer, it's going to be hard to get them back. So if you lost one customer, you have to get two new customers just to see you had an increase. So you have to find that one customer to replace the one you lost. Then if you want to have an increase in business, you got to find another customer. So every customer is worth at least a minimum of two customers. And each customer is worth a lot of money because once I show you how to make a lot of money from each customer, you're going to go, oh my gosh, I can't afford to lose a customer. You can't. So you're going to do, and we're going to talk about this later in other podcasts, you're going to have the best follow-up system. You're going to have the best marketing system. You're going to have, you're going to offer them things that they've never even thought of. You're going to make more money from each customer. You're, they're going to become part of you and they're going to, they're going to not want to be with anybody else. Why would they? After you're done with them and you show them what you can do, and I'm going to show you these things. They're not going to go anywhere else, but you have to have each customer. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that some more, but Every customer, no matter what, your goal, your goal through all this from the first, probably the first year, six months to a year is just gain as many customers as you can. However you can do it, whatever you make, whatever you got to do, bring customers into the fold. Okay. I don't want internet customers. Again, we talked about this, but I don't want internet customers from three states over. You'll never sell them anything else. You may not even sell them again after the first purchase. Okay. I don't care about those people. I don't care if you have a whole freezer full of beef. I want local customers. I want people that I'm going to sell to over and over and over and over. Okay. So we have to retain our customers. And once you get your customers and once you get your, your branding down and your market that you want to go after, either be neighborhood selling or you got certain niches that you're going to, um, that you're going to go after, you got to have a plan. Okay. What is your plan? How are you going to go after these people? Write it down, write it down, sleep on it for a couple of days, keep rereading it, rereading it, alter it, erase some things, add some things. Have other people look at it. After about a week or so, 
you've kind of got it fine tuned. It's stuck in your brain. You've got it narrowed down to what you think is going to work. You just, nothing's new. Now you're, you're comfortable with things. It's in, now stick to it. Okay. You've got a plan. Stick to it. You can tweak a little bit along the way. Be consistent. Have that plan. Send out your flyers. Contact these people. Go talk to them. Um, make appointments. Make at least one new minimum, a minimum of one new customer day that you go talk to that you've never talked to before. A minimum. And you're going to find once you start talking to people, you, you're going to want to add more because it's once you get used to talking to people, it's actually a lot of fun and you can have a really good time with it. And you're so well received. People love, I mean, let's, let's just be frank. People in the city, they love ranchers. They love farmers. They do because it's so new to them. Most people have a clue, not in that live in the city, have no clue how your animals raised. No clue. They think they do. But once they get on the farm, they're in total awe. So farm, and they don't really know what your everyday lifestyle is. All they know is they love the, the animals. They love the tractors. They love the combines. They love whatever you've got out there, the open land, because it's so different what they're used to every day. Think, put yourself in their shoes, what they go through every day, being in the city or being in a town. Most of them don't get out. They don't see the open land. They don't see the livestock. They don't see nature. They don't see rivers or streams. They don't see fish. They don't see wildlife. They don't, but once they do, it's like, oh my gosh, this is like so cool. And so they love talking to you. And they, they know farmers markets, all this stuff been around now for quite a while. Everybody's used to it. So when you go talk to a customer, it's not a shock to them anymore. They actually love to listen to you and love to talk and listen to what you have to say. And once you realize that, you're going to realize, well, why didn't I do this a long, a long time ago? So now you start picking out people that you want to talk to. And you're going to pick out people that buy your product. You're going to start asking for referrals. And you're going to start asking these people uh, to buy other products. You're going to invite them out to the farm. You're going to do all so many things. You're going to be so busy. You don't know which way's up. But you're going to gain customers. And you're going to gain loyal customers. You're going to get referrals. This stuff will all happen. It's a guarantee. Don't doubt it. Give yourself a little time to develop it. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. Okay. Have the energy. Money follows the energy. Remember that money follows the energy. The more energy you have, the more money you make. Okay. People love to see people that are innovative and full of energy. That's who they attract to. When you see people that are like full of life and, and energetic and happy and, and just in love with what they do, don't you kind of gravitate towards them compared to somebody that's, well, that's dirty and and scummier, or they're always sad, or they're always mad, they want to fight, or they, they're always growly. You kind of stay away from them, don't you? Well, right. So be that other person. Be that guy that's happy and con got conviction and happy and in love with what they do and always just love talking to people. And they got a big smile, big smile on your face when you see someone, you shake their hand, you give them a hug. You're like, you know, they're kids. You, you know everything about them because you've asked questions and it's, it's, a, it's a whole life changer. So be that person um, and keep true to your brand. You know, let people know you don't change. Your brand is always your brand. You're not trying to change your brand to meet everybody's needs. This is what I see my brand as. This is what I sell to. This is what I believe in. My product is the, is the healthiest, best tasting beef in the world. I'm not going to deviate from that to sell to somebody that doesn't believe in it or doesn't need it. I'm not going to waste my time. Most time they're going to argue on price. They're like, you know what? I don't need to argue on price. I know what I have. Okay, and I'm not going to tell people, well, I work my butt off. I got high inputs. I've got this. I've got this. I can't believe. No, I. No one cares. Look, I got the best beef, tastiest beef in the world. I don't need to lower my price. If you don't want the best tasting, but the healthiest beef in the world, you can buy it from someone else. I don't. I don't mind. But here, why don't you try my beef? 
And then, then you can decide. Let me give you a sample. And then you go home and try it. I'll call you in a day uh, or a day or two. And you tell me how you like it. Okay. Tell me about the flavor. How does it taste in your mouth? You don't need to add a bunch of salt and a bunch of uh, rubs on it and a bunch of barbecue sauce to make it taste good. Okay. Notice that when you're grilling it up. How much does it, does it drip into the bottom of your tray? How much fire does it cause? What's the smell like? The smoke. Okay. This is what I'm selling. The fat that you eat on my, on my steak is actually healthy for you. That gristle you eat from the other steaks, that's, that's the injection point where the needles go in to put the steroids in and the antibiotics. You want that? I don't have that in my beef. Okay? So here's a sample. Go home and try it. If you don't like it, fine. And if you do, you'll know why I'm asking the price I am. Fair enough. Got their name, got their address, got their phone number, their email. At least I got somebody in the fold. And I can keep sending them information and others on other products. They may buy from me. I can still invite them out. And since I know them, I can still invite them out for a barbecue. Hey, why don't you and your family come out and we got a free barbecue. You can have some hamburgers with us. See the farm. Great. They didn't buy it then, but now they come out to the farm. They may end up being, they may end up buying from you once they get to know you. So don't bypass customers. If they don't like what you do or they're argumentative, agree with them. Yeah, you know what? I don't have to apologize, but hey, before we get into this argument, why don't you try my beef? I'm going to give you a sample and just go right into it. Change the mode, change the conversation. Go ahead and try it. Let me call you in a couple of days, get their name, address, phone number, email, call them up, say, hey, how'd you like it? What'd you think? Oh, I thought it was really good. Great. You can see, I mean, you're not only eating great tasting beef, but it's the healthiest beef in the world. Hey, by the way, we're having a barbecue coming out here. We got a special on beef. Why don't you bring your family out? You can pick up some beef wire out here and enjoy that. You can also enjoy the atmosphere. We got a lot of events and things going on. It's so awesome and creative if you can go right into that conversation instead of being combative and being pissed off because somebody didn't like what you said about your, about your product. You just turned it around and made a friend. You may not sell them right there, but sell them when you, the next time they come out. Invite them out. They're not your enemy. That just means they're not what you're telling them. They haven't been convinced yet that they need your product. So fine, I'm going to convince you you need my product, but I'm going to do it in a subtle way. They call it the velvet hammer. You know, get them out, see the product, taste it. You know, you're going to, you're going to close a lot of people. A lot of people are going to be converted. And once they are, and you can keep following up with them and you stay true to your brand, you're not changing. You're not adding stuff to it later. So well, I can make these cows a lot fatter if I would just add a whole bunch of ho-hos from the ho-ho factory down the road. I can get them fat real quick. Okay, now you've just changed. Now you're a liar. Now nobody can believe you. You just lost everything, okay? So don't do that. Stick to your brand. What does it represent? Remember, quality is everything. Without quality, you really don't have anything. You just got a product you're peddling. That's when I start getting embarrassed about talking to things, talking about my product to people. And I know my quality is subpar, but I, need, I just need to get rid of it. That's when things go wrong. And that's when you can never get a customer back again. That's when they tell 30 people about their experience. And that's when you just lost. Is when you get rid of your, when you sell sub-quality products, you don't stay true to your brand, just, you might as well just close up. Go back to selling to the sale barn. Put a fence and, and a gate outside your driveway. Don't let anybody in. Put, do not enter. Do not trespass. Have a big dog out there. Have all that so no one dare steps on your farm. You don't want to talk to anybody. You know, everybody's your enemy. That's what's going to happen. So stay true to your brand. Quality. Be innovative. Think of different, all kinds of different things that, that you can do just to be innovative. How can, you, how can you present your product to some more people in kind of an innovative way? Can you get, uh, this is just some stupid things, but can you get an old school bus to convert and make it into a, a, a portable grill that you can go to maybe your, 
your neighborhood and just say, hey, Friday night, we got a free barbecue here at the neighborhood. We're going to bring the beef. We got some beer. We got some coffee. We got some, we got some pop. So from five to seven, we're grilling burgers. We're, we're doing this for the neighborhood. Come out and see us. Um, you know, who else is doing that? Nobody. Does it sound quirky? No, it's kind of cool. I'd love if I lived in the neighborhood and, and somebody came by and we had a big old grill out there with a school bus and, and it converted into a grill. And this guy was always showing up with his, with his beef and, you know, people are buying it and talking about it, you know, and, and back to the neighborhood, if you got a guy that's into fitness also, everybody knows this guy's into fitness and he's eating your beef and he's telling everybody, he's like, yeah, he goes, well, how do you get so big and strong and healthy? Well, I eat, I eat this beef. I eat this chicken. I eat this turkey. These guys are the best. You know, this is what they stand for. This is what I want in my body. They have farm tours. They, they, they're always out in the, in the neighborhood. Um, you can always reach them. They'll always deliver. You can call them all the time. If you need something in a hurry, they're there. Does it sound, does it sound unrealistic? No, it's not unrealistic. It happens every day if you do it. If you don't do it and you just sit in your chair, it will not happen. No neighborhood people is going to come out and try to find you to buy beef. You got to go to them. And once that happens, then your phone's going to start ringing off the hook. So be innovative. What else can you do to be innovative? Think when you have your marketing meetings with your, with your employees or if just your spouse is your only employee or you guys work together, sit down, turn off the TV, turn off the cell phones, have a real marketing meeting. All right, today we're going to talk about innovation. What can we do creative we haven't done before? What can we do that will put us in a good light, that will get us some extra customers, some point of sale, get some more of our beef or more of our turkey, sheep, whatever, in people's bellies? What can we do? Come up with some ideas. Be creative. There's nothing wrong with any idea you come up with. Some will be very effective. Some won't be very effective. So what? If you do it consistently, over time, people come to expect it. They love it. They love your creativity. They love your innovation. Remember, money follows energy. The more energy you show to people and the more you stay true to your brand and you have quality products, your business is going to take off like nothing flat, okay? You can't do that through the internet. All you can do through the internet is sell price. That's it. I mean, you can have a fancy website and they can look at your, read all about you and they'll read your blogs. Oh boy, such a good. No one's going to write a bad blog about themselves. No one ever writes a bad website. It's always the same thing. They show pictures of cows and pictures of mountains and pictures of this and here's our beef and you can buy it for this much a pound and blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's no difference between websites, really. And you might get somebody that buys something. I'm looking long-term. Be innovative, be creative. Come down to the neighborhood, come down to the gym. Hey, if you gotta go to the gym, give out, uh, give out 100 free beef sticks. Beef sticks are the greatest thing for people at, uh, at these... Uh, um, Workout places. They love beef sticks. Athletes die for beef sticks. They used to give beef sticks to all the athletes at the University of Iowa. People, the, the athletes love them. They're easy to eat. They're easy to carry in their backpacks. They're full of nutrients, full of protein. They fill you up. There's, everything's great about beef sticks. Well, stop down at the, at the local uh, gymnasium, the local gym. Hand out beef sticks. Talk to the owner. Say, hey, can I hand out some beef sticks to your, to your people? I can be here for a couple hours. Uh, set up a little booth, hand out beef sticks. If you want to sell some, sell some, or just give them away and have your name on them, have a great label. If you guys want to um, check out our other products, come out, give me a call. Hey, why don't you guys come out to the farm? We're having a barbecue um, next week. Bring your kids out, bring your family. You can see how we raise these things. Go into a speech, go into a conversation. Boom, 
you got people right there. Or you can just sit there like a lump on a log when you go to these other, all these farm shows, you got people sitting on their desks playing on their cell phones, not talking to anybody. I'm looking at them going, why are you here? Why would I want to talk to you? Why do I want to come over to your desk and talk to you? Oh yeah, you've got great signs. So what? Well, I'm just going to sit here and play on my phone. I hope somebody talks to me. Okay. What a waste of time. No, get up, get crazy, be fun. Do you have conviction in your product? If you do, get up and talk to people. They got to know about it. As people walk by, they got to know about it. Okay. When you're in a health club, they got to know about it. We sell the healthiest, best tasting beef in the world. This is what you do. You work out. You are a health nut. You put food in your body. Do you want to eat protein powder the rest of your life or do you want to eat beef? Do you want to eat chicken? Do you want to eat turkey, pork, stuff that's going to put meat on your bones and it's the healthiest stuff in the world? Or do you have that four-letter word tattooed to your forehead, F-E-A-R? I am fearful, so I've got so much fear I can't move because people may make fun of me or think I'm stupid or silly because I'm talking to them about beef or talking to them about pork. I'm talking to them about chicken. Oh my God, this guy is a real nerd. Why would I want to talk to him about that? Well, I'm going to go home and throw some frosted flakes in my mouth. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're looking for something good to eat. Same with doctors. See if you can set up a booth in a hotel or in a, in a doctor's office lobby. All you can do is ask, right? What if they say yes? Oh my God, what if they say no? Okay, go on to the next one. Get innovative. They have Girl Scout cookies. People set Girl Scout cookies up everywhere. There's booths everywhere. They set them outside Walmart. They set them inside uh, pharmacies. They set them... They, Shit, everywhere you go, there's a Girl Scout cookie. There are Girl Scouts selling cookies. They got their own credit card machines for now, nowadays. Hell, they're on the internet selling them now. They got their mother selling them. They're being innovative. Why can't you do that for your own farm products? No matter what you sell. How many do you see around? How many people have, how many times have you ever gone somewhere and seen somebody that owns a farm selling their product in front of a building or in front of a, in a doctor's office or a gymnasium? I never have. Is it because every single business in your town says no? No, because no one's ever asked them. So get innovative. Once a week, once every two weeks, whatever, set up a booth somewhere, set up a table, make beef sticks, sell, you know, whatever it is. Get creative, get innovative. Money follows the energy. Don't forget that. If you don't have energy, you're going to be broke. The more you do, the more money you're going to make. Okay. So what, what, and think about, and it's another thing that you're trying to think of who to talk to is what, is what problems are you solving with your product? What are you solving? What am I solving with the greatest beef, healthiest beef in the world? You got to realize, you got to understand in your own mind what you're solving before you can tell other people what you are solving. If you're not convinced that you're solving somebody's problem, you're not going to convince anybody else. So what am I solving? I have to have a clear understanding of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it before I can sell to anybody. I just do. I have to, in my mind, I have to understand why I'm doing this. I have to have complete understanding and what I'm, what, and, and what problem I'm solving with what, with, with what I'm doing. Otherwise, it's hard to get up at two in the morning in, in the middle of a snowstorm and going out and find cattle and getting them fed and, and getting them into a safe area if in, in case of a snowstorm. It's hard to get out in a, in a rainstorm. It's hard to get out when it's 30 below zero. But I'm doing it because I'm getting up and going, I'm doing this for a reason. And this is my reason. And then I'm happy. I'm doing it for a reason. This is my reason. If I'm getting up every day because knowing I'm producing a crappy product, I'm probably going back to bed. So no matter what, if I get up now or at 10 o'clock, it's still going to be crappy. I mean, I'm not making my product any better by getting up at four. It's always going to be crappy, right? Well, if that's the attitude you have and that's the product you have, you're right. 
But if I can get up at a certain time because I can get my cows out to a certain pasture and get them moved, or if I need to go out at uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon because I need to get them moved to the next pasture because I know between 1 and 3 o'clock is when I got the most sugar in the top of my plants, and this is when my cows need to eat it because it's going to make my beef taste better. It's better for my plants. I know that I got to get them out there. I know why I'm doing it. I'm heading out there. I know what's going on. I know if I don't get my cows moved from in that pasture at 1 o'clock, my beef's not going to be the best in the world because I was too damn lazy to get them out there. I know that the most of my sugar and my grasses are up at about 1 and 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I got to get them out there. It's like, oh, my gosh, if I don't, I just ruined my brand. I ruined everything that I've been, I've been fighting for, everything I've been working for because I'm too damn lazy to go out and do it. I go past my waters and I see crappy water and I'm going, oh, cows don't care what they drink. You know, it can be dirty. I'll just go do it tomorrow. All right. Now I just ruined my brand. I don't have my conviction anymore. I, I don't have the product I want because I know my cows drink dirty water once. Oh my God, I bet my, I bet my beef tastes like mud. Crap. There's a whole two years wasted. So when I go around and see water and it's dirty, I'm there. Pull the damn plug, get my scraper out. I'm scrubbing it down. I'm putting cool, clean water in. I got no guilt. I know I'm just I'm maintaining my brand. You know what? You've got the best tasting, healthiest beef in the world because I guarantee you that water is the cleanest water they'll ever drink. And I know my grass is the best because they're eating it between 1 and 3 o'clock. Then the sugars are the highest. I move them paddock to paddock because I know they're not going to be eating manure. They're not, the, the fly pressure isn't going to be there. I know all this. So when I go talk to you about my beef, I'll laugh in your face when you say it's not the best. You want to bet? Find somebody else that does it better. Find somebody that does that takes care of them like I do. Find it. You can't. You know what? I can say it with conviction because I know I do it. And I know I did it. That's why you got to be with your product. It's so much easier to talk to people if you know back in your mind, I didn't take any shortcuts. I kicked ass. I know what I did. Nobody can do it better than me. And nobody's going to do it better than me because... I'm not taking any shortcuts and I'm not deviating from my brand. So go after your markets, define your markets, go after your market, stay true to your brand, conviction, quality, don't deviate, get a reputation. And the last thing is remember, whatever you dwell on the most is what people will dwell on. They will think that is the most important part of your product. What you tell them over and over again about your product is what they feel is going to be the most important part of your product. If you keep hitting on the negatives of your product, that's what the customer is going to feel is the most important part of your product in a negative sense. If you keep hitting on one part of your product, it's the healthiest, tastiest beef in the world like I did, that's what they're going to focus on. Whatever you focus on, good or bad, is what the customer focuses on. Don't forget that. If you're jumping all over the board, they don't know what to focus on. What does your brand stand for? What are you focusing on the most? That's what customers are going to focus on. I focus on farm tours. I am a big believer in farm tours. I love farm tours. I love showing people my farm. I love showing people my animals. I love showing people my, my fields. I love showing how the cattle eat. I love listening to them eat and pulling grass. I like to see there's no fly pressure and they're not full of manure. They're happy. The calves are happy. I like to show this to them. This makes me happy and this makes them happy and they cannot stop from buying from me. That is a fact. And once you do that, and you can talk to anybody, once you get your market, you want to talk to doctors, athletes, people at the health clubs, it is so easy to walk in the door and talk to people because I'm so sorry. I was here. My appointment was at noon. I should have been here six months ago because you need me. And I got six. You just, I just wasted six months of your life where you, you were eating crap because you could have been eating great stuff. It's part of the stuff that I make. So I apologize for being late. 
And they're looking at you with the big eyes like, what? Say, I apologize. You should have had my product six months ago, if not longer. So I apologize for being late. But it's all over. Now you can have it. Here, taste this. Put this in your belly. By the way, we're having a farm tour next Friday. I want you and your family to come out. Okay? So we're going to focus. I want you to focus on this stuff between now and the next podcast. This is probably one of the most important podcasts I've ever, I could probably do, is this, is this topic. The rest of it is just strategies that I'm going to go through and stuff that you can do to increase profits per customer. But once people understand what you're doing and why you're doing it and that you believe in it and live it and they know you're not going to deviate and they know they can trust you and they can trust your product day after day after day, the rest of this, what I'm going to teach you, is going to be easy. And the rest of it's going to make you a lot of money. But if you ruin this first part, forget it. The rest of it's going to be impossible. I hope you understand this. And I hope you take this to heart. I hope this sinks in. I hope you understand. Listen to the podcast again if you have to. This part right here, again, this is going to set you free. This is going to make or break you in your operation. I hate to say it, but if you don't have this, if you don't have your proper branding, your conviction, quality product, and you don't lose that four-letter word, you might as well just go sell the sale barn, get a job in town, and just sit back and say, oh, God, I wish I could have a successful farm operation. Okay, prices are too high or too low. The inputs are too high. Blah, blah, we're undervalued. People pick on us, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Get over it. You are your boss. You're, you own your place. You own your life. Everything you do is because of you. You succeed or fail because of you, nobody else. That's why you pick ranching or farming. No one's telling you what to do. You either got it or you don't. You either want it or you don't. This is not old traditional farming. This is the new way. And this is a fun way. And it's a profitable way. And there's no scamming here. We're not trying to hide prices and, and, and try to hide things and mess with weights and, and on your packages and get a lower weight, but keep the price the same. Maybe, you know, this bull crap that people try to get away with. We're doing it with honesty and we're doing it with quality. So we will tune in. I hope you guys tune in again next, uh, next week for the next podcast and we'll go over something completely new. But I want you to get this part down and get it into your heart and get it into your head. And this will make sense. And you're going to find the rest of the stuff is going to be a lot easier and you're going to see a lot more money coming in if you get this part down. I really honestly look forward to talking to you about it. Please call me at 319-213-4672 or text me. Or you can email me at marketingforbeef at j, it's A-T-J, at gmail.com if you have any questions or you want to talk to me. Love to talk to you. I love the feedback so far. Uh, people have called in and text me. I love it. Any questions you have, if, if I can answer them. You know, we've had questions on, on flyers. Um, flyers come easy when you have a brand and you have an identity and you know what you want to sell and you know what reason you're selling it for. If there's a, if there's a, an event coming up and that's being innovative is, is flyers are innovative. It just means I'm going to send out some flyers at different times of the year. Um, give them a time frame to buy. So you have instant sales, constantly be putting something in front of people at all times. They may not buy this from this flyer, but there may be something down the road that they like that they may buy. You just want that constant flow of money. You want that constant flow of people calling for whatever. So we'll talk more about flyers on the next podcast. Um, again, think creative, think innovative. 
And I hope you guys have a good night. Um, hope you had a safe 4th of July. And I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast.